0: I'm Casey Lanko. and I'm Tim Johansson, and welcome to Psychology at Work. (music) Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Pete Maravich don't even know who that is. This is a famous basketball player for oh. LSU
1: and then later went on to play for the Jazz.
0: No, this this is a gentleman, um, more so in the psychology world. Oh. He's, he's really quite a name in the history of psychology. Say it again here. Sure. Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. This is kind of fun because you actually don't know this time. You can get it, though.
1: I really don't know. So c- I know. Because usually you, you actually
0: know. This time you really don't know. I
1: really don't know. Can you read it one more time?
0: Yeah. Everything that irritates us about others. Uh, about others. Can lead us to an understanding of ourselves.
1: Of ourselves. Dang, uh, that's
0: good. It's really good. It's convicting. So here, let's wa- let's yeah, break yeah. it down. So what school of Is it Adler? No. Dang it. What what bucket of psychological theory do you think this person would sit in? Object relations. Uh broader.
1: <laughs> Psychodynamic.
0: Yes. Okay. Um an early early thinker in this regard. Carl Jung. Yes. Hmm very nice thank you for writing it down there on the sheet I didn't me. no no, you no. got it Carl Jung brief student of Freud yeah. and they had a famous split mm-hmm. which can be kind of explained by self object theories but mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> everything that irritates us about others can lead to an understanding of ourselves what comes I, up for you when I you I think hear this? that's
1: why Freud kicked him out well, of this statement right here—it's too think, convicting.
0: Well, I think Jung—he didn't want to look inward. Jung ran away. I don't think no, Freud—they had a, quite a anyway. Yeah. Um, what sticks out
1: to me with that one? So many things. I think the word irritation or irritates is that in the quote? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I
0: had to look to the wait—is <laughs> yeah. that in there? Yeah.
1: But. Like that gets, that's kind of in the family of anger, right? And I, well, you've been saying this a lot. It's one, well, I'll say the statement and then I'll say how I feel about it. But anger is always covering fear. Yeah. That one, I have, as an angry person, no, <laughs> no, as someone who, can readily access anger. Yeah. I have tried so many times to think of a situation when I am angry mm-hmm. and find an exception to that rule.
0: When it's not ultimately about fear.
1: When I'm not afraid, I'm yeah. just mad. Yeah. A- a- or get it off of me. Right. And. Justify it in some sense. Or y- use justification. hmm But even when i have a right to be mad yeah it still is a reaction to fear
0: inside for yourself yeah yeah and i think what you said there's a really Mm -hmm. important point right this we maintain this truth that anger Mm -hmm. is always sitting on top of fear a fear inside yeah that doesn't mean that it's not, it's always wrong to be angry.
1: Or that you're, or that you don't make, yeah. Or that some, your anger is irrational. Right, right, right. You meant wrong and right and wrong in that way. Irrational, yeah. irrational. Yeah.
0: Like sometimes our fears are very real mm-hmm. and quote unquote justifiable. Yeah. And we're going to respond to that in anger, right? There are, well, and, I, could. and I think, yeah, could. And I think just to get right to the heart of that, there are things, you know, if you think, before we started recording, you were talking a lot about the word justice, right, and fairness. Oh, yes. There's lots of things that right. we, we treat people unfairly. Yeah. It's okay to have fear around that because it's not right, and therefore some strong emotion yep. as a reaction. Yeah. It's a really personally,
1: for every person, I think, convicting situation to sit in. Mm -hmm. Truth, meaning, if I'm angry, I am afraid. (laughs) Period. And it's really easy intellectually to say that. Yeah. But try it next time you're feeling irritated to tell yourself you're actually afraid. That's a way to create your own... uh, Inner complex.
0: Well, <laughs> but I think but it's true. practicing it yeah. is really helpful because I don't think anyone seeks to be angry. Like, no. Like wakes up and, boy, I'd like to be angry today. Right? right? <laughs> and so it's usually not a very pleasant experience for anybody, including the person who is angry. But I'm saying when you find yourself with those intense emotions... One of the most helpful things you can do for yourself is, mm-hmm. is rather than trying to not be that intense or try to control or whatever, to be really curious about where I might be coming from. Right. And so to ask yourself, huh, what am I afraid of right now? Yeah. And I think
1: for me, here's kind of how this process goes. Mm-hmm because i think when i get to the spot of what am i afraid of and it isn't readily obvious mm-hmm. those are the moments that i'm the most upset and the the less the least kind of aware of what is that fear sitting underneath yeah and so that first rule <laughs> telling myself okay i'm angry there is it is covering fear uh huh what am i afraid of If I don't know the answer, I go back to, well, I have a right to be upset. Yeah. (laughs) How much longer do I want to stay mad? Because it's not always very clear. It isn't clear. Right. It isn't clear why I'm afraid. Right. And it's easier to say, well, I have a right to be mad. Because that's probably pretty clear and obvious to you, to the person. Why am I upset? Yeah. But what's going on with my, what am I afraid of right right now? My brain's going to pick the more obvious thing to be telling itself. Yep. And so the first truth, if I'm angry, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Boy, I hate that. I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Second truth, if I don't know what I'm afraid of, the thing to say, I don't know myself deep enough yet. Yeah. And... Boy, I sure wouldn't want someone to say that to me. Right. Right?
0: That could in itself but, be fear-inducing. Right.
1: So, I mean, like, let's say you're upset. Okay. Like, be mad for a minute. Ah! Uh. You're afraid!
0: <laughs> right. Right!
1: No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. Right. What are you afraid of? Nothing. No, you say, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You don't know yourself well enough yet. Uh, yes, I do. Right? So... Right. It isn't like... Do this. Go do this to other people. No, and it's still true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, ask asking myself that can be well, the starting point of so of continuing to explore.
0: Well, and I think too, you know, if you can reframe it in a sense that being able to say that to yourself, you can find freedom in that, right? Because you don't have to know. Right, but recognizing that you don't know is is a huge thing. Self curiosity, yes. What is that about? Right. right, that's kind of what this all comes down to. Yeah, because that that oh, you know, I didn't realize this. You're, you're you're removing the judgment of it. Yes, it's not There's, about judging whether it's right, right or wrong or good or bad. So, anger and
1: fear being paired together. Can be a statement completely free of judgment.
0: Absolutely.
1: And if I don't know what it is that I'm afraid of, I don't know myself deep enough yet, Mm -hmm. can also be done free of judgment. Actually needs to be. Should be. Yeah. It it requires it.
0: I would would even say, and we'll get to this probably when we get about 20 minutes in here, Mm -hmm. that the only way... To actually get to deeper and deeper levels of self-awareness is to not judge it.
1: Yeah. In a sense, I think the picture I have like in my mind is the deeper I go. Yeah. Or what am I saying? The point at which I begin to judge is that's the point at which my ability to go deeper stops. Yes.
0: Because we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here but the self protection is our going to, skis yeah the self protection is going to kick in yes. at some point that's where the judgment is yeah that's the point you're hitting so anyway obviously we're talking about self awareness yeah <laughs> and, and but i think we've
1: added some things in here
0: well yeah when i start to judge myself is
1: when i hit a place of that's the that's as deep as i can go
0: mhm well i think it's interesting or because ju- judge period yeah. Have cast judgment. Right. A self on I actually self for others. Right. But let's put more context in here because so in the previous episode we kinda laid out mm-hmm. sort of our framework yeah. for situational identity, this idea yeah. of how do I know myself moment to moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I um show up as my best moment to moment, how do I try to Get out of being defensive or avoid becoming defensive moment to moment. How do I know that I matter moment to moment? And one of the elements of that model, a huge one, is Mm self-awareness. So we're going to focus on that today. On that slice. Um, And I don't think we have to convince anybody that self-awareness matters, that it's important, that it's a thing It's kind of... A well accepted, right. or that it's a one-time event. Yeah, well, that one we might have to work a little harder. On because <laughs> Go back to episode two <laughs> yeah. or season. Two. I don't know whatever. Well, and one of the reasons but I yeah. say that is because this. um I probably should have looked this up. I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. But there was an article in HBR, Harvard Business Review. Mm-hmm. Um, subtle plug. Feel free to sponsor us if you'd like. Um, that. It was all about this idea of self-awareness, but it was looking at research, looking at sort of self-reports of self-awareness versus actual validated levels of self-awareness. Oh, yeah. So here, I'll quiz you. This is in the world of work. Okay. What percentage of people report being highly self-aware?
1: I'm going to guess it's kind of one of these intellectual moves again. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty so I'm gonna say like seventy-five percent.
0: It's way higher, it's like ninety. Ninety percent. Yeah, it's in the nineties. I don't remember the exact numbers. But then when you, and this is a hard thing to measure, mm-hmm. but when you strip away just that self report, yes, I'm self aware, yeah, and look at some key indicators of self awareness and, and measure it objectively in a variety of ways, it's basically the opposite. It's, it's I don't like, remember the exact number, but it's like literally like ten percent or something. <laughs> it does not bode well, I know. but I think that speaks to a variety of things, one in that there is no end point to this right no one's ever going to know everything there is to know, and I think it gives some some evidentiary support about mm-hmm. that um to sort of our model, which would suggest there's multiple levels yes. of self awareness yeah. And so maybe a better framing of that research might have been: to what yeah. degree or to what level are you self-aware? Yep. Because yep. certainly on the surface, most of us are self-aware. Like we kind of yeah. know a few things about ourselves, but as we dig deeper, yeah, w- where are we at? And and I know I just said that we don't need to convince people of. How important self awareness is, but I think, but I think we should try. Well, and I think to take it to a deeper level, yeah, almost like hashtag a deeper way. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Maybe they can sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that is us. That
0: is us. Um, so the other component, yeah. or a- another component of our model is intentionality. Yep. Which is making a conscious decision, sort of, what to mm-hmm. do in the moment mm-hmm. based on all these other factors. And what we know about humans, well, we don't know about any animal, but we'll talk about humans today. Is that we got a lot of behaviors going on, <laughs> right? We're we're in beha- we're doing, stuff. doing stuff. We're behaving, right? Most of our behaviors happen. They just go. We don't necessarily sit there and decide mm-hmm. moment to moment. This is what I'm going to do. Is breathing a behavior? Yes. Turning on the car. Getting Got in the train, it. sitting down, mm-hmm. those are even checking your email. Those mm-hmm. are behaviors mm-hmm. that most of us don't decide how to do them.
1: That's how you drive to your old house right after you've moved. Exactly, to a new
0: one. <laughs> your car wants to keep going back, <laughs> and the reason—right, lots of reasons—but one reason is so many behaviors on the practical sense once we've learned them yeah once they're laid down yeah they really kind of get cemented into our basal ganglia yeah right kind of over here on the side of the brain and it, it just takes over
1: and right? it goes for
0: us our prefrontal isn't working on how do i turn my car on
1: and in a way that's a good thing that our brain does yes. this right because we literally can't use that much cognitive oh my gosh frontal lobe horsepower on all those behaviors these kinds of tasks like we wouldn't i think we talked about this but i got i got that point on a deeper level or another way when i heard this uh i don't know if it's a statistic or a fact or whatever but um world-class chess players when they're playing chess yeah Burn as many calories as yes! one does when they're running three miles. That's such a. And good point. that like hammers home what you're getting at here. We can't burn that many calories. M- literal act the same kind of calories. We cannot burn that much real energy. Figuring out every day, right? How to turn my car on? How to brush my teeth? How- we would right. never. I mean. Our brain takes. we never make it a we, tremendous amount of energy-wise. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's a that's another layer of it. it. I don't think we often realize how. I mean, our brains are pretty amazing, mm-hmm. obviously, and <laughs> there's a limitation that we yeah. don't always talk about or acknowledge, right? right? Well, because they're they're a physical thing, right? That
1: requires the same chemicals needed to burn energy that your other muscles do
0: yeah literally it, it's calories calories energy yeah you, you 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 can tell throughout the day maybe if you haven't eaten right it's harder to concentrate yeah that's because your prefrontal is taking up that many resources mm-hmm. and it needs it uh sorry kind of derailed no, I like you a we've bit, gotten but... down to what we were even talking about i know we we're talking about behaviors behaviors
1: and most of them need to be done semi-autonomously.
0: Yeah. So that's one piece that we can... I think most people kind of get that and and uh, mm-hmm. accept that. The other thing, though, and this kind of brings in more now back to what we're talking about with self-awareness. Yeah. There is also unconsciously mm-hmm. things that are going on that dictate a lot of our behavior. Yeah as we were talking about, fear being one of them. I'm sure we've said many times on this podcast, because we say it in every seminar that we do several times, Mm -hmm. fear drives most human behavior. That's another statement that gets reactions. Yeah. Because we're not accessing it often. But it's happening. And so I think the point we're going to make with this lengthy piece here was we can't be intentional without deeper levels of self-awareness. Right. Because there's so much stuff that's driving mm-hmm. our behavior unconsciously. Yep. I know that might be controversial yep. for certain schools of thought, but it's just, yep. it is what it is. And the more we deepen our self awareness, yep. the more that we can decide what to do. Yep. Yep. The more that we can choose our behavior yep. rather than just letting our unconscious drives take over.
1: Well, and I think to your piece, adding to that it's a there's a really simple formula self awareness yeah plus others awareness right leads to the opportunity to behave intentionally right aware of myself aware of others i can then choose right that is like the simplest formula yep and all of these levels talk about how complex mm-hmm. that simple formula really is yeah and diving into this self-awareness component here, I really like where we got to with what keeps me from moving further. Yeah. To to the de- to, to deeper. Yeah. And it is that point of judgment. Yeah. Because that's the point with which I'm actually looking at myself from self-protection mode. Yeah. Right? I'm liter- I'm not able to say yes to the three questions
0: about myself. Well, and maybe this is where we can get into yeah. the levels. Um, so f- in our model, we basically talk about four levels. Yep. Level one is the first level. <laughs> Believe me <laughs> <it> or not. <laughs> Guess what's after that one? Three. No. And four Or after one. <laughs> it's level two. Anyway.
1: You didn't say right after.
0: <laughs> so... Level one yeah self-awareness mm-hmm. um, we'd put a couple things in there mm-hmm. and I would say these are probably the things that we can recognize about ourselves and other people can recognize about us pretty easily mm-hmm. they're pretty observable yeah skills right yep things I'm kind of just naturally good at yep pretty easy to recognize kind of categorize them as yeah. strengths.
1: Skills and strengths, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where it's also really helpful to know that there is a level zero, mm. and level zero. And I think we'll get into it more. It's when I'm feeding Boris, right? <laughs> when I'm choosing that.
0: Which dog are you feeding?
1: Right. So, but I'm in a place where I'm not able to say yes to the three que- the three mindset questions,
0: mm-hmm. which I'm not sure how much we've gone into, but.
1: We, we won't even
0: say what they are. Good. You'll have to wait it's as a It's coming a few episodes and down.
1: You'll have to wait, but there are three magic questions. Beautiful teaser Just like Jack's beans, there's three of them. It's
0: good. <laughs>
1: there are the three magic questions <laughs> that you have to say yes to to know, yeah, okay, I'm not in level zero. Yeah. Otherwise, if I cannot say yes to it, it's level zero. And what level zero means is I have to go protect myself. And that's the only thing you can do. Yep. Maybe for a real reason. Yes. And so, again, we don't even judge when we're at level zero.
0: It is what it is. It is what it is. As they say.
1: So, when I'm recognizing I'm at level zero right now, the next, as this relates to self-awareness, though, Mm -hmm. the question really is, okay, I'm not going to judge myself. I'm not going to do that. But what do I need to do to get to one, to level one? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, level one, I can be in the right mindset. I can say yes to the three magic questions. And level one is I can observe mm-hmm. and identify my skills and strengths mm-hmm. without having too much
0: attached to it.
1: Yeah, right? And that can recognize. I can truly see it. Yeah, and I can also say. Well, yeah, that's level one.
0: Yeah, and own it, and leverage it, and and use it, and yeah. access it, and yep. and that's pretty ac- accessible for most of us. Yeah, to yeah. get there, because yep. you know, for the most part, there's there shouldn't, <laughs> but probably shouldn't should people, but probably shouldn't be anything that's too scary about that. It's right. It's, it's right.
1: mostly a mentor figure of mine. Recently, was sharing with me a really useful um, kind of. We'll call it an intervention Mm -hmm. that you can use with uh, if you're giving coaching to someone and you've done an assessment and they say, this thing is inaccurate. Mm -hmm. I love that he goes, if you get that, if that happens, you say, oh, even the good things. Right. And I think that's such a disarming, useful thing to ask someone. Even the good things are inaccurate. Right. I think that is exactly what this level 1's about. Yeah, right? Just can we look oh, yeah. at the can positive we talk stuff? talk about the good stuff. Right. And and we need to do it. So yeah. I think even in our model level 1 isn't like not as good as level 4. No. Like it's not about it being better or not good enough for the So skills and strengths really matter. Yeah.
0: And, and they, knowing and, what they are for you. And matters. knowing what they are really matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being able to take in validation about them in all those pieces. I mean, it's – so it could be easy to recognize, Mm -hmm. but then it's kind of sitting with it and taking it in in all those pieces. So level one followed by – Two. Level two. (laughs) Level two. So, you know, it's not that any of this is linear or anything, but if you think of it conceptually, maybe a little bit deeper – Um, This is where we get into, again, often familiar stuff for folks, but we talk about tendencies, traits, patterns,
1: right? Traits and
0: patterns. So this is where we would put some of the things around personality that Mm. most Mm. folks are pretty familiar with, extroversion, introversion, openness, conscientiousness, Mm -hmm. kind of our default ways of being and responding in our environment. If you wind me
1: up and let me go, what it was, what's it going to look like?
0: Yep. Yep. So some people, they're hardwired to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me roll that back. Everyone is hardwired to, yeah. to behave in their own way and respond, yeah. react. Um,
1: that's kind of the level that people often, when they have a an early concept of personality, mm-hmm. that's kind of what personality has been... Sort of, you know, what's this person's personality? What do they like? How do they behave? Do they yep. like parties? Do they like to be, yep. you know, alone? And I think in that one, too, how have they learned to approach conflict? Yes. So when we, when we did the conflict modes or the, con- excuse me, the conflict
0: energies. What's your conflict energy? What's
1: your conflict energy? That's a trait and pattern. It's more of a yep. pattern, yep. right? So when in conflict... I will typically do this, right? Right. If you wind me up and let me go and don't do anything, I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's my pattern.
0: And so you can see the more awareness you Mm -hmm. have around those things, the more that you can decide how to behave in the moment, not just relying on your default ways of being. Right. Right. So it's sort of like the idea, I think some things that, most of us can really grasp is this idea of extroversion, introversion, Mm -hmm. such a socialized idea. A lot of things are a little off on what that means, but you know, this idea that if I'm more extroverted I'm going to seek to be around others to gain energy, recharge things of that nature. And indeed someone who maybe doesn't have a, a deep, level of self awareness around that for themselves
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're running around in just everywhere putting that out into the world. Yeah. And who knows what kind of response they're getting and what they're right. actually putting into the
1: environment. And as you get to level two you start to see how it does get a little more personal in a sense in that sometimes my patterns aren't all aren't as helpful. Right. Or they get me in trouble. right. Or they or they maybe not even get me in trouble, but they they're not always useful. Right. This didn't work out that great or this could have used that. So you start on this level 2 to get some awareness of when it works well and when it might not.
0: Right. Having tr- true self-awareness. Boy, that's probably a judgment in itself. In level yeah. 2 is being able to recognize <laughs> that Yes, by nature, I'm more extroverted, and in this particular situation, that's probably not going to be all that effective. Right. Where we might see in someone who is um, not as aware on that level, just behaving in those default ways and not adjusting to the needs of the environment. Right. That's probably a hallmark of any level, adjusting to the environment, but... That's certainly a hallmark of down to level two. So now after level two, immediately, (laughs) choose my language. Must be level three. Must be level three. Oh, I feel like there's a,
1: uh, I won't say sacred because I don't think that's quite right. But there's, there's a. Shift, yeah, between two and three.
0: Yeah, I don't. I was just gonna say to that point, I don't think the mm. distance between the levels are equal, Mm -mm.
1: no, and they're metaphysical (laughs) in all ways. Yes, metamorphosic
0: level three can be harder to Mm -hmm. sit in.
1: I can, I'm even just thinking of myself.
0: I see the sweat forming on your brow. Yeah, I know.
1: Wait till we get to four. Oh my gosh, (laughs) but. So level three is self-concept. So how
0: I think about myself
1: and psychological values. What I need around me. What do I need psychologically to feel okay? And that's a shift from level one and two are a more explicit. Yeah. And out there. In, yep. In. in, in kind of accessible and can be known.
0: Societally, we've moved far mm-hmm. enough to be comfortable talking about those two levels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But level three and and four, those are still part of us, part of my identity. Yeah. And they're in internal, they're implicit, they're going to be more on the felt sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in the process, in a lot of ways of kind of... Growth is taking that implicit
0: and making it explicit. Right, integrating the integrating the sort yeah. of body level yeah. knowledge and experience with the intellectual. Yeah.
1: I was thinking the dimensions of knowledge: mm-hmm. intellectual, emotional, physical, spiritual. Mm-hmm. Those are the four dimensions. With self concept, with layer level three, self concept and psychological values often before we've really explored it we might on a physical and emotional or kind of spiritual level my essence of me right i might have one sense of those things yeah and intellectually which is where language is right intellectually it might be different so how I know myself, how I think about myself, what yeah. I think I need. It might be different in what I
0: express versus how I feel. Right. Absolutely. Quite often, mm-hmm. really. And that sort of that integration that I was just mentioning, right. bringing those into alignment would may, might be one goal of sort of growing and developing yeah. and increasing in awareness. And so... This idea of self concept. Yeah. You know, there's lots of things that fit in that self confidence, Mm -hmm. self acceptance, self importance. Of course, these are scales in WSQ Mm -hmm. Discovery. Um,
1: But how much energy I spend presenting myself to others.
0: Yeah. And even how much energy do I actually spend thinking about myself? Yep. Right. Um, That level has an impact, informs. How levels one and two show up yes and that's now we're starting to get into that that stuff that's sitting way down deep that's impacting our behavior and that's why
1: talking about level three matters yes because it impacts one and two
0: absolutely so i'm it's solid point right i might be fairly extroverted yeah which i happen to be on most days and yet, let's say my self-concept yes. on a particular day isn't great because it's day by day.
1: It's when you grow cold and distant.
0: <laughs> yes. So if you don't, if your self-confidence isn't there, if your self-acceptance mm-hmm. isn't there, it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah. To maybe go into one of those situations where you might naturally find more energy, but something's telling you to not do it.
1: Stress shows up here. Yeah. In stre- when we get stressed. We're getting hit on level three, right? We're not getting hit on level one, no,
0: or really even two. It's the self-concept. Yep. How, what am I feeling about myself? And then the needs. Yep.
1: Exactly. So, and having a need for information, having a need for fairness, having a need for
0: connection, connection, autonomy.
1: Yep. To be related.
0: Yep. You know? To feel like you're successful. Yep. Oh,
1: I just spoiled it. <laughs> Shoot. I used the F word, feel.
0: We have a lot of F words. We, I know.
1: What I, they're all fine. <laughs> that one's too. <laughs> um, what I was going to... You
0: know what fine stands for in the treatment world? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll let people look it up because we can't say that or we would have to change our rating. What's going on with the psychological
1: values, I think, Yeah. is... It is a felt sense of having security, right, or uh, to f- the need to feel connected. So, with level three, there's a there's a dimension of knowing myself and knowing when I'm like kind of feeling good or okay. Yeah, and it's it is on a felt level. Yes, it's on the body level. So That's how you know it. Physical. Yep. It's on the emotional level. We said spiritual, and, mm-hmm. and what we mean by that is kind of my essence, yeah, of 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 aware of existence, yeah, right. And that's when my sense of like who I am and my okayness gets shook up. Right. It gets shook up on in those ways, yeah, way before I have words to it I yes. might not even have words to it that's what makes level three deeper yeah <laughs> exactly right that's all i wanted to say oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so maybe to add this uh, level three kind of to bring it back to the point where we got to around where it can get difficult and where the barriers can come in Level three starts to maybe access some things that we don't feel great about. Right. Right. And, and again, in the moment. Yep. Right. It's not, it isn't necessarily this stable thing that's constant over. Not, no one is ever super confident in every situation they're in. Yeah. It's, it's going to shift. Yeah. Um, no one ever accepts all of themselves fully in every situation that they're in. Right. It's going to shift. And so... This is where it starts to get a little uncomfortable at mm-hmm. times, and what we know, going back to, you know, which dog are you feeding, if you will? This is where our our hardwiring for self protection can come in. Yeah, right. So if I'm if I'm starting to access that level three, I may be starting to realize, ooh, yeah, I don't actually mm-hmm. feel very confident in this moment, and if I particularly haven't done a lot of work around that, yeah. My defense systems are going to kick in, mm-hmm. and they're going to say, no, you don't have to go there because it doesn't feel very good. So we shut down <laughs> access yeah. to that level, and we go into simply self-protection. Yes. And at that point, I'm not making intentional decisions.
1: Can't be. No. And spoiler alert, I'm not able to be empathic or no. appreciate that other people are different from me. No. No.
0: Which is others' awareness. I you know. Stay nice. tuned. Spoiled it. No, it's good.
1: I only gave out it's a two teaser. Of the four. More of a
0: teaser yep. than a spoil. Um. So, what's level four? Well, I, one more thing I want oh, to put on there because I think it's. We said this earlier, and I just love it when that judgment comes in. Stops. Yep. That's the thing. So I'm starting to judge myself, and yep. well, I'm not. I'm not confident, so that means I'm bad or whatever. Yeah. It's really simplified language, but. And when we're going there, one, it's not helpful at all, and two, most of us are gonna sh- shut it down at that point. Yep. And, and uh, you know, our, our our defense systems take over. Right. The amygdala says, "No, no, this is too scary. Shut it down." Oh. And it's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> our it's, cortisol is making the, cortisol is making the decisions at that point. Yeah. Um. And
1: that's. Then what level am I at now? Zero.
0: I've been knocked off the thing. Yep.
1: That's bad, right? <laughs> it's a judgment.
0: I know. i just going to try to trick you. No, it just is. It just is. I, yeah. I would offer this. It could become bad if we do decide to stay there. Especially when we know. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. let's be clear. It's never to say that no one has to be responsible for right. what they're doing. Now, I feel like we're approaching level four.
1: Yeah, good. Level four. So, if I can oh. just summarize strengths and, and skills, one. Mm-hmm. Traits and patterns, two. Self concept, psychological
0: values, level the third. The third. The fourth. Probably, I mean it goes without
1: saying. I suppose we can kind of tease a little bit. Yeah. So this is one that you actually can't measure with an assessment.
0: No, can't do it. No. Well, could I offer one? I just that just came to me right now. There might be not a not an objective norm reference. Norm referenced, right? A projective could get to it though. Yes. So, so you're Google right. Google projective Fine. assessment. <laughs> I, you're you're absolutely right. That's probably what they're for. If you were to really bring it, boil it down, mm-hmm. I I hadn't thought about that until right now.
1: We don't compare somebody's amount of this on level four to other people's known amount, right? To get a sense of where what percentile do they stand
0: on, which is what we would do with level one, one and two, two.
1: and yeah. some threes and three. Yeah. Yep. So we can. See what percentile you are on compared to the general population on your need for information. And the best tool to do that with would be WSQ Discovery. Yeah, the only one. Shameless plug. So, But, But this is where we get into level four. We leave behind comparatives. Right. And we get to, you get to say it, insecurity. Say it a little louder.
0: Insecurities. And a little louder yet. Insecurities. Mm-hmm. Pray tell. Well, <laughs> these are the things so that idea that you had talked about in, in the in the earliest of minutes of this episode around anger. Yeah. Underneath that is fear. Yeah. And then asking, well, what is it that I'm afraid of? Mm-hmm. The roots of that question are in level four. Yes, insecurities are those 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 worries. Yep, most of them what if worries, but it's it can look different for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty convinced that at the core, it solidifies around one common question yeah which is am i good enough mm-hmm. who i am am i worthy yep and which gets to that significance piece mm-hmm. that sits at the heart of the of the of the model but insecurities there's those things that you know we're worried about shame gets laid down in there right all of those unpleasant things that many movements can't help myself <laughs> say we shouldn't Look at.
1: I was going to ask you that. <laughs> people, I'm going to give you a question that you weren't prepared to answer, but okay. I think you like these. I've had people say, This is just so
0: dark. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's so dark. Right. Right. What do you have to say to that? Let's turn the lights on so it's not. Wow. Were you in debate? do you think on your feet. <laughs> I, no, but I, th- I mean... Because
1: I don't think it's meant... We're not meaning to be dark and no. dry. No!
0: It, it, we believe at our core mm-hmm. that there are things operating on these deep levels inside all of us that have a lot of power, mm. that are controlling... And I'm not getting into, you know, (laughs) we're not talking about demons, but, but (laughs) that this is this unconscious stuff that we're talking about, right? And, you know, I think we talked about a little bit last episode around this idea of significance. Mm -hmm. Do I matter, right? If we could all answer that unequivocally Mm -hmm. in every moment, Mm -hmm. what would be the reason for to be anxious about anything? Right. If we, if we knew consistently 100% of the time at our core mm-hmm. that we matter, that we're worried, why ever have any of these unpleasant emotions? That's why they're there. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of folks who would say, well, let's just focus on strengths, which is level one. Just double down on those. Do those. Do those. Do those. And you're going to be fine. What about when that's not what the situation needs, right? There was a I keep second time no, so they have to sponsor us. HBR had an article again not too long ago. I'll try to find it. It's a wonderful article that that spoke right to this point, which is you know there's been this huge strengths movement, which is great. Don't get me wrong, right? And. You have to recognize that there's a limitation to just that. Right. Because, again, the, se- the next question is, what about when the situation doesn't need this strength? You have to adapt. You have to be able to stretch and mm-hmm. access maybe something that isn't easily or accessible. Or you get pulled out of the situation if you're in a big enough company. Right. And so. Or you wait. Well, sure, but how are you useful then?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think what ha- this is what <laughs> I don't know if it proves it, but what happens when you get pulled out of the situation?
0: Well, you worry. Yes, which goes to does, level four and level. three. Does everyone worry? That's that, why they. Grip- that's the common yeah. thread. Yeah, no one escapes insecurities. Yeah. No no human is free of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is those are tied to us on that emotional spiritual physical physical level,
1: much more so than that intellectual. Yeah,
0: we we put a wall up. We, we put can a intellectualize up. it mm-hmm. our way out of it. Because we, our experience of insecurities mm-hmm. is always emotional. It always involves the right? emotion dimension. Guilt, fear, anger, yeah. all those pieces uh-huh. because of that. and We've probably talked about this on the episode. We talk about all the time in our seminars. Emotions really just require one thing. Oh, I love this one. The experience of them. They want to be felt. Yes. Yeah. Feelings want to be felt. And when we deny them, they actually don't want to be solved. No, there's nothing to be solved. Right? right? It's just information. See me. Right. That's what emotions are. It's information. And but, you know, we're socialized and hardwired to not do that. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I will not experience this because that means I'm weak. I will judgment. not. Yep. I, yeah. I will not experience this because that means you know I'm giving into um, my fear and all that kind of stuff. And so we put all of our energy into not experiencing and and living the mm. emotion. But if it's not experienced, it has to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. We usually then turn it into anger. Yeah. We throw it out and we blame and shame. Right. Well, so you,
1: what do you say? I always do. I lash
0: out at others. <laughs> I don't actually say that you always do that, <laughs> it's a judgment of yourself. No. Um, but that's why yeah, it matters. It's, it's why it matters. Because it, it's, it's gonna, there. It's going to take over. Mm-hmm. And so let's access our courage, mm-hmm. turn the freaking lights on, and say out loud at least, or maybe just start with to yourself, I'm scared right now because I'm afraid I'm not smart enough to be helpful on this project. Because that's what's actually going on. And when we turn the lights on and put words to it, Mm -hmm. combining that emotional, physical, spiritual, intellectual understanding, Mm -hmm. almost as soon as that happens, what happens to those crazy, unpleasant emotions? In about eight and a half
1: seconds, they, tend, they begin to dissipate. They
0: do because you say it out loud yeah. and you go, oh, maybe there's probably not much to that. Mm-hmm. Or your boss says, well, no, these are the ways that I know you're going to be able to contribute.
1: And that's why it's so important to have a secure... Unconditional relationship. Yes.
0: To explore yourself. I think this ties it back to our opening quote.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This
0: is what, this is the level Jung was looking at, which is again, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's a level four understanding. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm mad, again, the question is, what am I actually afraid of? Yeah. And if I'm really curious about that, I'm going to learn more about myself. So maybe the next time I see this behavior, I don't have to get mad. Because I can realize, oh, yeah, that's that's hooking my fear of not being smart enough. Mm-hmm. That's not about that other person. So
1: can, can we explore my misophonia later? Sure. Because <laughs> I get angry with people eating loud. Yes. It's called misophonia. It's a condition. I,
0: I think there's podcasts about that. Yeah. That do like um it's like a form of exposure treatment.
1: <laughs> oh <goodness. laughs> I'm done. I'm serious. No, I'm hanging up. Drive safe. Drive safe. I'm yeah. hanging
0: up. We will wrap it up there today. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Self-awareness. We'll put some more ideas in the show notes. Um, And this is a super important topic that there is no end to it. Uh, The core takeaway, be curious about what's really going on um, for yourself. And we appreciate um, you continuing to put your reviews in the chosen platform that Mm -hmm. you're enjoying the podcast on. Remember to enroll your friends. We're certainly proponents of stealing phones and forcing people to subscribe. And we will uh, talk to you in a couple weeks. We'll be talking about the other component of the model, which is others awareness. awareness. So today we talk about self-awareness next time others awareness. And in the meantime, we'll talk to you. I already said it, but drive safe.